Mealtime inspiration. It's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we are again for another edition of the Michael Deacon program. As always, it's an absolute honor and pleasure to be here. First time listeners, don't be shy. Take this ride with me. Dean Ryan joins us in a moment here. He is the guest and of course, no co-host tonight. Mike is on assignment, so he's not here, but he'll return soon. Now, Dean Ryan is the owner of the Real Deal Media.tv website, and it was a show at one time, but now the new show is called World at War. And of course, since day one of the lockdown, he has been covering the pandemic war as it happens, when it happens. With a multi country assembled news team, Dean and his RDM team cover the geopolitical landscape domestic and abroad to the dinner table issues that affect everyday people like you and me and of course you can usually catch him live weeknights here on youtube around 10 p.m pacific standard time however you're gonna have to go to rumble to listen to dean nowadays they don't like him here on youtube and eventually they will take me too He's worked for many of the top radio shows throughout the years, and he's here once again to talk about everything under the sun. Now, without further ado, let's bring him right on in. Dean, what's going on, my friend? Michael, hello, hello. Happy belated New Year. It's good to be back. Yeah, thank you. Happy 
belated holidays to you and to your family. I hope you're doing fine yes. out there. Always a honor and pleasure to have you here on the program. Thanks for being here, by the way. Well, it, it's always uh, it's always incredible to come back. And I just want to, just to correct the record uh, real quick, is uh, Real Deal Report. The Real Deal Report is a, a show I used to do, but right. uh, Real Deal Media is still live and well. That's uh, right. RealDealMedia.tv. And um, it, as Michael told you, uh, yes, I am on YouTube, Dean Ryan TV, the most uh, infamous and um, really hard to find uh, just anywhere on this uh, platform right now, Dean Ryan TV, because Michael, like yourself and many other content creators, producers, we're all getting shadow banned uh, and the algorithms have changed as the new TV season has now started now in, in the radio. And that's what they do. And, you know, unfortunately, as we were talking before the show here, Michael and I can cover something that happened after January 5th that's in the news. We can cover it just like them. And we get penalized. And why do we get penalized? Because it just takes a few people to flag your show on YouTube. But does Gary Franchi get penalized? Does Jimmy Dore? Does Mark Dice? Any other cookie cutter, conservative, or other show out there? No. And they're covering the same damn thing. But why do we get covered? Or, or why do we get flagged, rather? It's a great, it's a great that, question. Well, it is a good question. And why is that? Because we're not owned by Big Pharma. We're not owned by any corporation or intelligence agency. But I think it's even more practical than that. I think it's because we have an audience that is not pigeonholed in one demographic or another in stretches far around the world that, that really crossovers in many different demographics from gender to age. And that is a big danger to the power structure because it, it is so much easier and safer when we can be talking to just cookie cutter conservative types and they can manage that. They can deal with that. But when it really crosses over to all different varieties of uh, demographics, that is the danger to this, well, you know, to YouTube, who uh, just cannot go down fast enough like Twitter. Right. And here's a little, little tad, uh, or a little tidbit, rather, for everyone out there listening to the program. For those that don't know, and uh, Dean, you, I don't know if you know this or not, but, you know, many, many moons ago, I'm talking maybe 2015, 2017, I was actually editing podcasts. And I'm not just talking about normal podcasts. I'm, I'm talking about the major ones, the top of the top. And you got to understand a lot of these people are being pushed by these corporations. They are funded heavily. And I believe that's how lots of these people make it on the front page of all the algorithms on YouTube, even though they are supposed to be, you know, a little bit on the conspiracy side, yet they're promoted heavily. And, uh, you know, they complain about being demonetized and shadow banned, but that's not really the reality. Well, yeah, it, it's, you know, there's always a reason for the season. And 
a lot of those types, you know, there's a few that remain and what have you. Uh, you know, early the early days, I should say this, before the 2020 pandemic and the lead up to it, a lot of the QAnon-based uh, shows were very popular, if you recall. I mean, they were getting the numbers, whether it was uh, X-22 right. or, um, God, I can't think of some of the other ones, uh, the SGT report. God, I'm, <laughs> I'm really reaching. But, There's a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of those guys. Yeah, there's a lot of them. A lot of those guys went. Um, a lot of the popularity and numbers went down. But prior to that, it's hard to find these people because not a lot of people want to go to BitChute, per se. Uh, not a lot of content creators want to go to DLive or Twitch, you know, where it looks like you're, you know, part of the gaming community. We are spoiled with YouTube. So all, naturally, the, the alternative is Rumble. Now, the problem with Rumble for me is the Canadians who built it, it's like they built the car without remembering to put the uh, steering wheel in right. until the car was built. So That's funny. when you go there, there's no replays of the line chance, and, you know, it, it's, which we need as content creators. There's no moderators, and it's, it should be beyond its infancy. But the good news is, and just to cap it all off here, is Rumble – has taken YouTube and Google to the woodshed in a California federal court where I am hoping and praying that the colonoscopy that, that came to Twitter is now going to come to YouTube because it's so, so needed for the atrocities this enemy's platform has done to independent minds. Absolutely. And I love YouTube, by the way. I do like being on here, but eventually that will go away sooner than later. I'm afraid to admit that to everyone out there, but eventually we're going to have to just stay on one of these other third-party platforms because I'm pretty sure I'm going to get kicked off of here. And to be honest with you, Dean, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Well, I'm surprised, yeah, because you have Jim Fetzer on, and those are the shows where I have him on that they're, they're taking me off. They're taking me down. And this just happened to me last night. I guess that's why I'm a, a bit more punchy at this right now. But yes, you know, find Michael on uh, Rumble. I've been promoting him on my, my, my YouTube page. Uh, we have a premiere tonight on, on uh, Real Deal Media's uh, Rumble page of Late Night Update season premiere. And, you know, I'm pushing Michael's stuff too as much as I can because we got a band together. Or we're going to be hanging separately. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... The whole sort of freedom of speech sort of illusion that we get here in America runs strong with all of us. You know, we think we have freedom of speech, but not, not exactly. Not exactly. And especially for those people out in Texas, pretty soon you won't be able to criticize. And this is for um, all of you white people out there, the white folks listening at, uh, to this right now. Uh, none of you will be able to criticize any minorities pretty soon if this new bill passes. Well, now it's interesting, and, and I have to read up more about the, this bill you speak of, but I find it very, uh, very coincidental uh, with quotations that this bill that you speak of is coming out in unison as the Davos Crown, the WEF over there in Switzerland in their little conference. Well, they talk about one of the new initiatives that they're going to be pushing 
is really um, making hate speech illegal. Right. Illegal. Yeah. Right. That's right. And and uh, the woman, the the woman who was giving that uh, little speech with uh, Brian Stelter, Mr. Humpty Dumpty, uh, just who fell off the ball and now is back on <clears throat> over there at CNN. Oh, he was just applauding for it. He was just applauding for it. That little pansy. And this is what they want to do. They want to make it illegal because we're approaching a, a real interesting realm in, in history, Michael. And, and we've already lived through so much, and that's just in two years. Right. But we're, we're, in, we're getting into the danger zone of the Nuremberg Code um, echoes that are now getting louder and louder by the week. Uh, you can't go on social media, for instance, Facebook maybe. And without seeing a new death of a uh, public figure, so we're we're looking at uh, just a eulogy report every day. I go on there, and it, it just people are flopping over. The ailments are increasing, and it's undeniable. It's so bad that John Stewart had to came out come out of retirement and say, "Oh, maybe we should question these things." It's like. <laughs> Well, three years too late or whatever, because hmm. it's safe now. It's safe now to talk that way. So John, That's the freedom of speech we want. John Stewart's still alive, but I thought he was dead. Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, well, no, he's still alive. I mean, for now, I mean, he's got uh, five boosters in him. He was boasting about. Damn, I'm surprised he's still alive. I, I thought he would have uh, dropped dead by now. Well, give it time, Michael. Just, uh, yeah, keep the candle running. I'm sure it will happen. But, but yeah, you're going to be seeing those types come out to manage the new narrative of truth, which is people are dying. People know people who are dying. It's the died suddenly crowd is increasing in every single day. And, and it's just what uh, David Crosby died last night. Uh, then you had Lisa Marie Presley, then you had Jeff Beck, um, on and on and on. And those are just public figures. In We get the studies in the UK alone. They've had an increase of 2,000 deaths per week, more than any time before and prior. And the NHS knows this in the UK, but they don't care. They're as bad as the VA was probably, you know, 20 years ago. They're there to manage, and like Canada is doing, they're there to help you get to the next side of uh, the afterlife, meaning euthanasia is a booming industry in Canada. A lot of people don't know it was legalized in California in 2016. They're now looking back at that and like, oh, my God. And in UK, they've been euthanizing just forever since the NHS has been right. saying. It's called afterlife care. My goodness. And Dean, do you think it's wrong that, you know, I've been encouraging a lot of my enemies to get the jab? Well, Michael, I think it's actually pretty loving uh, that you would do such a thing. I mean, we don't want them spreading their, their uh, just, you know, evil ways, right? Or well, that's true. I mean, influence. I've been encouraging many oh. of uh, my enemies to get the jab. You know, if you were that mm -hmm. sort of naive to get it i think you're supposed to get what you deserve and you know if you got the jab uh, part of me kind of wants you to go away 
Right. Well, they should probably get the Chinese anal swab first, and then, you know, that's the protocol, and then get the, the, the loving miracle gem. But, yeah, that's happening. And But, you know, they're doubling down, Michael. They're doubling down now. You have Australia who, who's getting prepared to uh, push uh, whatever miracle jabs they have. Canada, no doubt. But here's something about Canada that's very interesting because, you know, we're finding things that have happened or were purchased just several years ago, but they're now coming to light. So when I was looking into, which people are going to see tonight on the Late Night Update premiere on, on the Rumble, you're going to see a geopolitical a deep dive by myself and our, our, our very own Detective Cackney, who's our foreign affairs an analyst. Canada purchased the following. It's called the Iron Dome Defense, the Israeli Iron Dome um, Missile Defense. Boy, they. Exactly. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, what does that mean? And I found this out because the country of Hungary, and if you don't know about Eastern Europe in the country of Hungary and what Poland's doing right now, and potentially Italy, then you're missing the boat here because this is a worldwide pushback. This is 1776 worldwide, just like Arizona's important in the states and Florida. It's the little countries and the rise of the nation states that are little that are now pushing back against this. For instance, Hungary purchased the, uh, the Israeli Iron Dome uh, defense system in addition to new uh, high-level Lynx uh, tanks that they're purchasing from Germany. Well, why is that? Because Hungary is prepared. They're preparing, along with Poland and some say Italy, to get out of the EU. And when and if that happens, we're looking at a very hot conflict, which Hungary is preparing for, whose uh, their president, their prime minister, Viktor Orban, is they, they call him the Trump of Europe, He's getting ready to do this, get out of the EU and get into BRICS. And this is a big, big deal. Now, back to Canada. Well, we know why Hungary is buying the, the Israeli uh, dome defense, you know, preparing for war. Why the hell would Canada buy that? They are preparing too. To it, it doesn't really make sense, but I think they are also probably scared. Right. And, you know, before we even get into what we think might happen later on this year, well, at least I think. It's going to kick sure. off here. Um, I just wanted to go back to COVID for one second and say, you know, you were out in Texas early on. And I had told you, I was like, do you really want to go out there right now when all this is going on? And of course, you did go out there and you were fine. Um, what, what exactly happened, in your opinion, to Texas? I mean, I just told you about this bill that's coming. Um, and let me just say that again, for those out there. Soon you won't be able to criticize people of color. A bill was proposed that would make it a federal crime for white people and whites only to criticize or vilify minorities. And I mean, to be fair, you, you probably shouldn't really be criticizing anyone to, you know, a really nasty sort of degree, just, you know, j just to be a decent human being. But uh, to make it a federal crime, that's a little bit, that's a little bit too far. and. You know, when you do it exclusively for whites only, I mean, you're going to cause all kinds of problems. And of course, this was proposed by Congress member, I think her name is Sheila Jackson Lee. And I'm wondering, um, will this law even pass? I, I don't think so, to be honest. I think that's a little too okay. insane. 
Oh, yeah. You're, okay, you're talking about Sheila Jackson Hag. I think that's her real name. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, she's over there. She's the the sole Democrat who has the pedo symbol propels on her little, um, uh, uh, what's it called, um, uh, pantsuit jacket where she, you know, dresses like uh, Mao Zedong. Yeah, that little hag over there in Houston, which is which is riddled with with CCP. Uh, the the uh, worst of the worst crime offenders from the Ninth Ward in Louisiana, all in Houston, all in Houston. It, it's not my favorite place, but yeah. So what you're talking about is kind of what they're doing and what they started to do in South Africa um, a bit ago. This is the start of it, and it also um, polarizes and emboldens both sides. And like when you go to prison, everyone's in their racial uh, tribe, and it stokes the flames of a racial war, which Charles Manson was talking about. And that's what they want. And that goes into the Planned Righthood uh, part three, that, that they're now stoking the flames of, as we speak with Antifa, uh, just the other day, uh, Michael, in San Diego, there was a Patsy, if you will, a uh, victim who wasn't just black, but they had to make sure he was a tranny too. And discrimination in San Diego, and there were Antifa got involved. Oh the no! Usual, put the flyers out, meaning you know the feds involved. Right. And they picked a strategic place in San Diego. Now San Diego is very diverse, yes, but it's also home to a large demographic and percentage of the actual neo-Nazis and white supremacists. Uh, as uh, BBC uh, journalist Louis Thoreau um, revealed many, many years ago. Yeah, you get a lot of that out here. Yeah, so that's in San Diego. But in, and there's also some little sparks now beginning in places like Virginia. Uh, you're going to see places, yes, in Texas. There's a lot of communist stronghold in uh, places like El Paso, San Antonio. Uh, basically, where the more migrants are, the more infiltration they can have, the military-age men, and so on and so on. Because this plan right hood is going to be different because I, a lot of the, the first batch of these people that were writing, uh, what was it, three years ago now, those people are gone. They're, they're put away. So these are the new migrant uh, riots, rioters that they have now imported from other countries. But back to your question, you were asking about the COVID. Uh, run that by me again. Yeah, Mike. I'm just wondering what exactly happened to Texas. I mean, they used to be a lot, uh, well, they were a lot different, I, I imagined. Um, especially during COVID, they were the only place pretty much open. Uh, their bars were still open. And they were kind of the only ones uh, post, well, I think Florida might have been the the other only major uh, sort of state that was um, yeah. getting down that way and not having these strict, these, these uh, outrageous restrictions, I, I should say. Uh -huh. And now, you know, Texas, again, they've gone more liberal than California, and I'm in California. Right, right. So, okay, you're talking about, so in 2020, yeah, Texas shut their borders right away. But yes, it's true. A lot of it, a lot of the businesses remained open. Yeah, they were still going strong. Uh, Orange County had a few. Um, 
uh, the Italian restaurant. Uh, South Dakota, I, I think, uh, was the same. Uh, North Dakota, we're, we're, um, Governor Malm, who is just a real sweet gem. Uh, yes, so they remain open. But what happened in Texas? Well, what happened in Texas is you had a, what what they what I've kind of coined as a mini Kalergi plan. Well, the Kalergi plan was a plan in the 1920s to flood the West with third world country migrants to get rid of um, racial identity, uh, culture, uh, nation makeup, and really bring down the the value of, of the country. And they always play off a disenfranchised group, the, the, the oligarchs, the power structure, and then use them as the shield to then do their insurrection on us, the Americans in this case, to do the communist color revolution that they started in the 60s, but then now they're trying to finish it and add uh, globalism to it. So what they did to Texas is they took it over city by city, especially the ones closer to the border. Houston is a very interesting um, city. It is actually one of the most obese cities a lot of people don't know. Really? Uh, just a little side note. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of heavyweights. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the biggest killer in the black community isn't uh, cops, as the news would tell you. No, it's heart disease. Diabetes, yeah. It's heart disease. Yeah, and childhood diabetes and everything. But after Katrina, you had uh, an entire displacement of just loads and thousands and thousands of people. They all moved them to Houston, and they never went back. They put them in FEMA camps in Houston. And with that, you saw a 400% increase in crime. Uh, following the Katrina hurricane of uh, 2005, a lot of that never went away. Now, with that disbursement and disenfranchise, you saw the Chinese come in. And if you recall in 2020, you saw the Chinese consulate burning fake ballots, driver's license at the top of the consulate building before a raid was to happen. And that's what happened. So the CCP took over you had the communists take over. Wherever the disenfranchise, the struggle is real, you see the communists there. That's how they operate. So that's how they got Texas, region by region, the blue cities. And then you had all the Democrats, just Democrat people, liberal people from Chicago, New York, uh, people that you know can't pay the taxes anymore. Well, they all come to Texas. They all migrated there, I see. And, and, uh, and, and Dean, what, what, Dean, what happened with uh, you there? I know you were there for a short time. Did you not have any plans to stay permanently? Your plan was always to leave or stay. What was it? Uh, I was there um, temporarily. Okay. Because uh, prior to that, I was in, in uh, Culver City, uh, literally on top of an underground tunnel uh, with it's all kinds of holy hell happening uh, beneath me. Uh, you had the introduction of the drones in L.A. County which I saw firsthand, uh, you had the, the major uptick in rioting and violence, uh, just, you know, just blocks away from me. And nobody had a clue. And then you had the human rat himself, uh, the uh, Mayor Garcetti, uh, encouraging people to snitch on anyone who, uh, you know, is breaking the lockdown or they seem, you know, who's a little out there and not going along. It's, it was time for me to go uh, from LA County. So I went to LA County 2.0, I went to Austin, 
uh, which is almost just as bad. That's what I'm saying, man. I I always thought uh, Texas was like this sort of wild, the the wild west out there, and people were gunslinging, basically. You know, that's the idea I get. Lots of cowboys and guns and cows and... Well, I, I learned that there's just a lot of men dressed like women there. Well, yeah, in the big cities, no matter what state you're in, um, even what country you're in, it's the same playbook. Uh, you have globalist influence. The globalist, uh, the corporate communist globalisms, they control the big cities. That's why they wanted to push everyone in the city so they can control us. Oh, you don't like, you want to keep your business on? We'll turn your water off. Oh, uh, you don't want to uh, go and, and get your miracle jabs here in London? Well, we're going to arrest you. Uh, we don't even know the atrocities that they've done in places like Pakistan, uh, places like Ecuador in, in South America, which is heavily infiltrated by uh, China, which, by the way, the kind of the positive side of some of what I'm saying, uh, Michael, is places like Peru in South America are uprising. They're rioting against this. Even China had their people for the first time, really since 1989's Tiananmen Square, begin to protest and riot. And they don't want another lockdown. They don't want another lockdown. And this is happening. And that's why it's, it's very imperative that we cover these things so the world knows and the people who are uprising right now that they're not alone that they're not alone in canada canada did a protest in their capital before any of us did over here and that's what i'm saying here is america everybody's watching the united states right now it is the last domino to fall but it's the last domino to not really have their day in the sun have their uprising against a foreign occupied government at the federal level and even the state and local level. That's how sick this is. And that's why I'm worried about Canada because it's no um, secret. The reason they got this Israeli dome defense system, which is essentially the Star Wars defense program that Reagan talked about in the eighties is because they're harboring, they're harboring the People's Liberation Army, the PLA of China, they're harboring uh, NATO troops and UN troops. Uh, they're harboring Chinese subs and unknown subs right off the shores of British Columbia right now. They have the whore of Havana, Trudeau, who is taking his directives from the Klaus Schwab you know, think tank and focus group. They're going to be the launching ground to infiltrate and invade the middle section of the United States for Michigan that they've all dreamed about because they all have the coastals right now. You know, Seattle, LA, New York, and what have you, but they don't have the middle of the country and that's what they want. And that's why it's imperative for them to keep that Governor Dimwit um, of, of Michigan in power as drugged up as she is because that's where they're gonna come through. And we gotta be prepared for this. Even Oklahoma has been infiltrated with the, the Native American uh, sanctuaries and uh, in, in, uh, the tribes and reservations who sold out their own people, the elders, and signed their own UN treaties. So this is what the war is looking like. It's uh, psychological for sure. It's 
germ warfare, biological, uh, that got us to kill ourselves, which is incredible. They didn't fire one bullet. But it's getting to the point now, Michael, where it's about to get kinetic, and we have to be prepared for it. And that's why I'm already calling out the cities that are beginning the BLM and Antifa uprisings is they're playing right hoods. Oh, yes. And, and while the world is basically at each other's throats, Minnesota congressman calls for tampons to be dispensed in uh, boys' restrooms. So that should just tell you where some people's minds are when there's this big conflict going on. World War III is basically around the corner, and they're worried about tampons in boys' restrooms. Yeah, well, that's what they're doing. They're, they're trying to... Um, you know, they really push the, the T onto LGBT, you know. They really push the T, which is the transgender movement, but it's really the transhumanist. They put it in that group, the LGBT uh, Q people, which is nothing more than a lobbyist communist outfit that is using the plight of the, the, uh, the alternative lifestyle people. And they did that because they want us to argue about that. They're always targeting women in these kind of emotional debates and arguments because they know that women, are, they have the heavy hearts. You look at all the television shows, even the stupid ones, The View. Right. It's all geared towards women. The commercials and everything, when you watch sports, it's all about, oh, the athletes and their struggle. It's single parent, and, you know, they give you the backstory with the violin to suck in the women because the, uh, the uh, rule of thumb with propaganda and how that works with, uh, w which they learn in the Third Reich is if you get the women, you have the children, so follow the men. Only, only a weak man works. would uh, do that though, but there's plenty of um, men that way. Well, if, I mean, if they're not weak, they're distracted. They're distracted watching the opiates, of, of, of the toxic masculinity in the United States and abroad. And that's the gladiatorial sports of today, football. However, they're seeing people drop down in football now, and it's undeniable. You have to question why young athletes are just dropping everywhere. And by the way, the NFL, did they did try to um, aim for the, the little ladies out there. I mean, when they were making all the players wear pink. Oh, yeah. It's demasculating. Yeah, they were trying. And, and they're, and they're getting their directives from the, the uh, American Psychology Association, who drafts all these legislations and new uh, nuances and, and uh, disorders every single year because they get kickback from it when they present it to Big Pharma to say, see, well, now we have uh, – Shaky leg syndrome is just taking over the United States. Let's throw some pills at it and make some billions of dollars. You know? That's how it works. I mean, it's uh, only in America. Only in America will they give you something that will potentially kill you, and then um, they, they'll blame you well, yeah. for it, basically. Well, they got all these new miracle jabs coming out for uh, Alzheimer's. They got a miracle jab. They have a miracle jab for um, people who are injured by a miracle jab. And, you know, the NFL, they're nothing but the, the lapdog of, well, some would say China, but I would also say um, just power players in the uh, upper echelons of government because <clears throat> what the Obama administration did 
was pretty much hold the NFL hostage because the NFL has been sitting and hiding data about the true nature of what happens to players after a short period of time. We're talking about head injuries, brain injuries. Yeah, CTE. They've been covering that up in the true just just dangers of it because it would rock the world. It, it would take down the entire uh, entertainment sport there. And they're also, so they're, at, they're beholden to the Obama administration, who then, that's when they started pushing, you know, all of uh, his objectives. Uh, they brought the Sandy Hook kids out for Super Bowl, and I, I won't touch that one because I'm sure we've heard about that uh, subject a lot. Yes. But they've been blackmailed, so to speak, for a long time, for a long time. And they do what they're told, whether it's anti-gun, whether it's uh, let's kneel at the flag, but let's stand up at the Chinese one. That's what the NFL is about. I can't watch them. They're a bunch of traitors. They, they are awful. The NFL is filled with a bunch of crybabies. I mean, once that player dropped on the field, I'm, for, I'm, I'm already forgetting the guy's name. Um, but, you know, he drops on the field and they, they called the whole game off after that. I mean, the game usually continues no matter what. Even if someone dies, the, the, the game must go on. The show must go on. Um, but that's the mindset of the players and everyone in the NFL. They're well, weak. Notice too, they, they didn't give a response of uh, what really happened to them. You know, they, they, there was no, it was very silent. It was very silent because when this all comes out, that they force their players to get this, we're looking at the final days, if not, you know, months, year of the NFL. And, and probably professional sports as we know it, because it's nothing but another corporate conglomerate, uh, you know, pretty much, pretty much. It's all another corporation, basically. And the sad thing, too, Michael, is what the high schools in college, uh, you know, universities out there have forced their athletes to do in high school, too, is, is the most, the biggest atrocity. You have kids, who, whether it's football, badminton, tennis, swimming, that are trying to do sports and athletics to get a good education, to get a scholarship, to work hard. Because remember, right, Michael, we were told to work hard, study, be healthy, uh, don't, uh, you know, get in trouble, follow the orders. And that's all these kids did. And they're all... If, if, if they're not perishing, they're maimed, they're going to be sterile for the rest of their life. Right. And it's a sad state of affairs. No disrespect to DeMar Hamlin. That, that's the gentleman's name who collapsed, by the way. But he's doing better now. But yes, no disrespect to him or any of the other players. You know, they, they are, I'm pretty sure, are nervous. But I still think that's kind of a weak mentality to have. The game should have continued, in my opinion. But, uh, you know. They're filled with uh, over, you know, overpaid um, professional athletes. And again, most of them are crybabies. Let's just be honest. It's, just, it's a bunch of, you know, it's no different than the, the hip hop world. It's just a bunch of Illuminati money, uh, insider uh, trading. And, and, you know, they, they want to chastise and crucify Pete Rose, which is ridiculous. When you've got these guys beating their girlfriends and wives, the NFL covers right. it up. That's right. You know, it's a disgusting league. Sports was meant to be local, like the old days when baseball started. 
was not meant for this because I, I can't launch it. I won't launch it, but I will pay attention to what's happening in, in the downfall sure. of, 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 all, of all these people. I agree. I agree. And when a cop gets shot in the head, do you think everyone just goes home after that? Yeah, you know, it, it's it, the policies have changed. I mean, it, the football and sports in general, has, they've changed their policies, their, everything, uh, the way they suit up. It's a different mentality. And, and a lot of these people today, a lot of the athletes, they, they grew up in the 1990s when there was never a loser. Remember, everybody wins. Everybody's a winner. Yeah, everyone gets a trophy. Self-esteem class. I remember I had to take that, you know, before it really rolled out. They would bring out a stupid sock puppet that, that looked like a gopher. And they said, they would give us self-esteem. <laughs> and then we compete and play dodgeball. Nobody lost. And, you know, and I'm thinking, isn't this the, the very exact definition of socialism? To the point where I remember uh, if there was a kid acting up before class was out, well, the teacher would punish us all until everybody shut up, you know, and that particular kid. And I'm thinking, why do I have to be punished as the individual for the errors and mistakes and crimes of another? Right. I, I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't play ball that way because the greatest minority in the world is the, well, is the individual. I agree with you on that one. And uh, moving on away from the topic of pathetic sports in general um you know my mind has been focused on what's been going on with russia ukraine the, the russian ukraine uh conflict and you know they're saying if the russians lose the ground battle then they will turn to nuclear arms and uh, biden has warned that it would trigger a world war three sort of scenario and i certainly hope we don't see anything like that happening and i believe the u.n secretary general general said that nuclear war is back within the realm of possibility. Yeah, from them, you know, Biden's own nuclear war uh, scenario is happening in his own cabinet because, uh, oh, we found these new documents that uh, they, they uh, crucified Trump for having it Mar-a-Lago, but, oh, he took it when he was a vice president to, to that other traitorous uh, CIA asset called Barry Sotero. And they found it in his garage, probably next to the blow-up doll and all the just dead kids that are piled up at the Biden's estate. They found it. And no word from that rubber mask, uh, just bandit. No word. But then you have Lauren Hill, the press secretary, who's trying to just, you know, chastise reporters for asking and saying, oh, this is fake outrage. So, yeah, they want to do what we've called wag the nuke. Wag the nuke, just like we saw wag the nuke in uh, 1944 when FDR, or excuse me, Truman dropped uh, that bomb on Hiroshima because, you know what, uh, the states had no way of paying back the Federal Reserve uh, all the money from the fallout of the 1930s, which gave us the Social Security and, the, the, um, and that whole mess. So they're doing the following the exact same thing. They want to have the nuclear war. They blew up the gas pipe. They, as in, you know, NATO, the West, they blew it up to create a greater war conflict that would go way beyond the Ukrainian region. But right now we have, uh, as you said, Miley. I think you said Miley, the, uh, the 
defense uh, secretary over there. Yeah, the general. Well, right now, mm-hmm. General Miley, yes, uh, who went to high school at the tranny um, uh, other general. Oh, my God. Not surprised. And Yes, exactly. Uh, he's right now in Germany. You have U.S. I'm doing that with quotations. So basically CIA. Well, you could thank my old friend. You, you could thank my old friend, Michael Aquino, for starting all of that. Um, he's kind of the product of um, what you see today with uh, these people dressed the way they are, these men dressed like women. You could thank Michael for that. Michael Aquino. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or, or there's Michael Obama too, because th- that was a major policy push during that administration. To him too, yeah. But um, well, they're all involved. And by the way, in the chat room right now, in the main photo, I don't, I don't think you could see that right now. I don't think you see the chat room over on your side of heaven out there. But I do have a photo of Biden, Hunter Biden, in that sweet Corvette yeah. that the big guy owned, and of course, in the car is a young. Uh, Natalie and a friend there, and of course Natalie was probably fifteen, and that's a uh, I think it's Bo Hunter or Bo Bo uh, Biden. Um, I think that's his daughter, if that's the niece, correct? You know, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, yeah, this first time I've I've seen it, I wasn't sure if that is. I believe yeah, that is that I believe that is the niece. And, uh, you know, Hunter Biden, uh, if you remember the laptop, you know, he was basically banging the niece, his brother's daughter. Disgusting. Well, it's, you know, it's a family tradition and practice in these kind of satanic, um, you know, incestual families. I mean, this is what exactly was happening with the JonBenet Ramsey cases, you know, I exposed uh, years ago. You had the father who was doing uh, ritualistic abuse on the daughter. You had Patsy Ramsey, who had said she experienced that in, in her upbringing. So this is kind of a normal practice. Yeah, they see it as normal, no doubt. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's happened before. I think a lot of things have happened. Of course, we all know of the whole diary and um, the big guy showering with, you know, that right. way there. Well, you know. See, I, I come from the, the, the school of thought that, you know, I, I'm convinced that uh, Biden, or the real one, is. I think he died three years ago. And, you know, we're looking at a lot of people that may be dead, but it's who's controlling the puppet is really the concern, uh, what I get into. Um, but when it comes to the, the Biden, the, the uh, Bunter Hyden laptop, you know, they're really pushing the salacious material that's on that was on these these laptops that was brought to us by um, Steve Bannon. I think he had a lot to do with it behind the scenes. Deals were made, uh, but what we see here in some of the other salacious uh, material that has come out over time, to me, was an insurance policy that was no different than the Huma Aberdeen insurance policy on the Anthony Weiner laptop, and. Furthermore, is if they really had an honest discussion and investigation, which I think is underway, it's really working on what else is on that laptop that nobody's speaking about. Well, we're talking about the blueprints of CERN, what's actually going on. We're talking about financial deals that go beyond just the sex and scandal and the Hollywood-esque type of uh, material. And that's very concerning, uh, no pun intended. 
that what, what CERN's doing is actually what is, uh, would be classified as science fiction, but it's also what we know as, as Project Looking Glass and that the enemy had at one time. Oh, by the way, by the way, um, um, yes. I, I hate to interrupt you, but oh, um, no, oh my God, I just learned something even more uh, dark and bizarre just now about that photograph I have up. Um, you, I don't know if you can't see it, right? You're not in there. I can. Yes, I can. I can. Oh, yeah. you can. Okay. Well, I just posted another photograph here of Hunter Biden in that Corvette. And it has been confirmed that that is the, and I thought she was 15. She's actually 12 years old in this photo. That's Natalie Biden, who has been identified. Okay. And my God, that is just, that's just wrong. And mm -hmm. I think they're worse than the Clinton family, to be honest. Well, that's saying a lot. It's saying a lot, but I mean, I don't think well, uh, Bill was sleeping with with the niece. Well, yeah, I mean, well, there wasn't a lot of people he wasn't sleeping with. We, that's we true. Know. Well, but he yeah. was, you know, married to Hillary, so of course he's going to be sleeping around. You know, where is Bunter hiding now? Is is a question. Is last time we we heard he was in Malibu, California. Um, this was about a year ago, if that, maybe under. And we heard that he was in Malibu, California, surrounded by Secret Service protection, and was preparing to do testimony. To whom and to where, that's where the, the coverage uh, lopped off. We don't know. But it's very suspicious to me, all these things that are coming out, and how he would just, you know, he's having sex with Obama's daughters, posing in front of the camera. Is that really, the, is that really um, Obama's daughter, though? I, I, I wasn't no. sure. Oh, it was Malia. Yeah, I think that's her name. Um, Yikes. Whether it's his actual biological daughter, no, no way. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't believe so. You think she's I mean, adopted? Uh, she, well, her and the, the other girl belong to a judicial judge couple, I believe. I, I don't have the name uh, right in front no of No worries, no worries. It's all good. Yeah, but... Um, Yikes. Definitely, you know. I, I've interviewed someone who went to... Uh, college with Obama and, and uh, Kamala Harris. And it was very well known in Chicago, just as Larry Sinclair told us that uh, Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair had a stingy love affair. And yes, that little ditty from, uh, and jingle from years back, yes. it's true. Uh, Obama, or let's call him Barry Sotero, Barry, yeah. John Brandon gave him, before John Brandon gave him the, the little nickname there, you know, play on words to uh, fool us. He was a uh, a, a gay gigolo, is you know what we're what understanding. He of. was a homosexual. I had no idea. Well, I, I don't want to say he was a homosexual, but he, he wasn't into chicks. Uh, let's I'll leave it at that. Conclude your own. Uh, oh my goodness! That. There's nothing wrong with that, but um, you know. Well, he wasn't into in uh, Kamala Harris, who he went to college with. Uh, this gentleman's name, Randy Short. Who would be, him. though? I mean, you know. Kamala Harris was, uh, you know, she, she was into alternative, uh, you know, uh, playing fields. And, but that's how they get the initiation going. That's how you get initiated into the $20 million club. You know, Last night, I just told the story of the, the Tupac Shakur story of how he died. 
and why he died. You're talking about Tupac and, now. Well, last night I was oh, to uh, some of my real deal members. Okay. And they were gobsmacked. And but you 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 can't be gobsmacked when you understand the initiation. And and, and, and there is that homosexuality uh, angle to it, but that's the taboo stuff. They want to make sure you're committed, and, and they want to make sure they have dirt on you. Because when mm. they have dirt on you, you're allowed in the club. You know, whether it's, um, you know, Hunter Biden and all the dirt he has, uh, they, they issue it out and divvy it up. Whether it was George Clooney coming to Hollywood, issuing his gay photos and, and, and naked photos to everybody uh, so he can get advancement. Uh, this is what they do. And that's what happened in Tupac, um, just randomly here. That's okay. Uh, you know, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is behind his... Uh, so, so Tupac was involved in cer certain rituals, like uh, maybe even drinking blood or maybe bloodletting mm -hmm. uh, as well, perhaps. No. no uh, it goes further my than understanding, that. My understanding, what was told to me, uh, I, 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 did some, I did some PR work and some PR campaigns for Public Enemy uh, about 10 years ago, and I got to know uh, everybody there. And they, that was a big band. A huge uh, rap um, right. group before the 90s. You know, they were opening for U2 throughout Europe. And basically, is Tupac Shakur uh, was about to get initiated to do all this that you know Hunter Biden and all these other people have. Um, and he was engaged to the, the the oldest daughter of Quincy Jones, who evidently has been running the uh, so-called uh, urban hmm. gay sex rings in Hollywood, who's responsible for the creation of Will Smith, his career, uh, Fresh Prince, and all the other ones. And so, therefore... He did have to wear a dress. Went, you're, you're right about that. Um, <laughs> um, that's what they make you do. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith had to wear a dress. All the other ones did. There you but go. Tupac, Tupac, who was engaged to the, you know, the ringleader's daughter there, Mr. Quincy Jones, yeah. the daughter he had with Peggy Lipton, well, he said to Tupac that uh, I'm totally down to advance you now. You're going to be my son-in-law, but you have to um, you have to sodomize me and let me know how serious you are. Ooh, isn't that terrible? That is awful. And <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine tell me how serious you are. You don't have to Oof. sodomize me to tell me how serious you are. That is in this wild. Sense, uh, Tupac said no. Two weeks later, he's dead in he's Las dead. Vegas. Did Chuck D tell you this? Say again, Mike. I said, did Chuck D tell you this? No, 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 not, not Chuck D. No, oh, Chuck okay. D lays low. He lays low on on, on his cat. Uh, on that nor stuff, okay. <laughs> no, nor was the flavor. Okay. But um, very interesting stuff, though. So, but this is the world, you know. To sum it all up here, in you know whatever avenue we go next, but to sum it all up, we're, we're living at a time where tyranny is at its highest. And, and morale is low, but I'm telling you this, it, the upside is the awakening and the consciousness has never been higher. For the people that know, for the awakened, we, we go higher and the ones who never wake, they remain on the curve there, just below.
And Dean, do you think we'll see the kickoff of World War III here in 2023? No, no, not this year. It's not happening. This year, no, it's, it's not happening because well, right now we're going to see the financial, um, the financial reset or in the efforts to make that happen this year. Um, as of yesterday, two days ago, the Saudis have finally said they're going to trade their oil with not just other currencies, but the main Chinese currency, the, the yen, is going to be the main currency they're going to trade the oil with. This is a huge problem because in 1944, the U.S. made a deal with the Saudis that will buy their oil as long as they trade their oil with U.S. dollars, which makes us – you know, which made it the, the, the world's reserve currency. That's now ended. And yeah, it's it, collapsing. <laughs> yes, even more so because we've been on the petrodollar since '72. So, what, so if, if we don't have the purchasing power, and we're going to have hyperinflation like Venezuela, and there's a correction in the world, you know, markets here because it's been unfair. How are we going to pay for a war is my next question. That's true. I mean, I see the price of eggs around me and I say, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, Michael, one missile alone is nearly a million dollars. That's a lot you of know? money. Yeah. You know, so. Well, you know, you know what happens, Dean, when uh, times like this happen, when we are sort of hitting a depression and. You know, we're, we're sort of yeah. getting back into this sort of deal. And, uh, well, I, I asked this question, well, how do you think we're going to pull ourselves out? My only answer is war. A lot of money there. That's yeah. how you um, bring it back around. Yeah. Well, I don't personally think that, but that's how the, the machine likes to think. Right, right. Well, you have the centralized bankers. You have the EU who are sinking the Federal Reserve. You have the WEF crown that are grasping for straws. Uh, a proclamation uh, about five months ago was signed between UN and WEF to accelerate Agenda 2030 by UN to make it to like, you know, 2025, as in, you know, like, let's speed things up, we're losing. Um, but yes, historically, a war is the next step. Now, I would say we're already in the war. It's just not the war we're used to seeing in the silver screen or that our grandpa's been involved in. Uh, the war is happening now. It's happening now. It is, it's masquerading as ordinary times, yet people are flopping over left and right. The war is financial. It's the financial war. And you have players at the world stage, whether it's Putin or maybe even Xi Jinping to a degree, who, who I, I'm not convinced is CCP because the CCP killed his dad. And there's you know, two different Chinas, you know. Right. So we, so we see the centralized bankers in the center of the New World Order, which is in the city of London, which is the financial uh, center zone of it all, who are fighting to remain alive and to also counter BRICS, which is a unified um, agreement of countries to come together and have an even playing field of the financial reset, which, by the way, Brazil is a big player in that. That's why we're seeing this stall right now. 
because you had the Dominion gods um, just wreak havoc over their recent election. They're trying to kill Bolsonaro right now. And they're also trying to do their melee in lock and step that we saw the day after January 5th, two years ago. That's what's happening in Brazil. And Brazil is a big player. They got the natural resources. They had a great trade route and ports. And the New World Order wants to keep that in their in their grasp. Yeah, shit's getting but, real uh, out there in Brazil, that's for sure. Yeah, so this is what the war looks like. It's happening now. It's worldwide. Like never before. We're seeing it. It's just America hasn't stood up to the to the world stage yet to start beating our chest and really making some real change. That's yet to be seen. Well, I hope you're right. I, I hope we don't see the tip-off or the kickoff rather here in uh, 2023. Let's keep our fingers crossed that we don't see a huge conflict or a nuke going off anywhere. I mean, that would be awful. They're trying. Michael, they're trying. Our country's pushing they're for trying. war, for sure. No doubt. The, the, all these, the bankers are pushing for it. And, don't, and make no mistake, they have dirty bombs uh, either embedded in, in, in certain cities that I think a lot of that has been eradicated during the Trump administration. All I'm saying is look out but, for that false flag operation that I think we're going to probably see here in 2023. I think at least by August is what I'm banking on. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to see a yeah. false flag that's going to get us into a serious conflict. I mean, so far, it's only been our, you know, our special sort of units going out there, the the CIA and um, some some of the DOD folks are out there as well uh, doing a few things. Um, I am in contact with a few people that are overseas out there. Um, I can't really mm -hmm. say too much, but even they are convinced that something of this of that magnitude will occur by August. So, you know, don't, don't hold me on that yet, but just keep that in mind, folks. Yeah. They're, they're pushing for it. They're pushing for the riots here domestically. Uh, you know, when the hurricane hit Florida, it hit uh, the biggest fertilizer producer in North America, which gives us, you know, the crops for food. So they're going to try the food demic as well, going into uh, further into 2023. They're trying every single avenue, even as far as weather weapons, which is by far the, one of the biggest things that pisses me off, because you have that uh, illegal citizen, uh, alleged governor, uh, Newsom over there in California, literally grandstanding like Bush on the rubble of 9-11 when all the floods just happened, right? In, uh, what was it, Santa Cruz? and, and All over. Northern California. All over California, yeah. we saw flooding. Yeah, major floods out here. No coincidence that this is now happening as the new initiatives are coming out of Davos to do the, the, the climate change initiatives. You're telling me they, fi make sure that they fired up HARP yeah. again. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh, they're, they're geoengineering and cloud seeding like never before. I mean, I'm counting like 20 X's in the skies. People are getting sick from this. Uh, it's triggering... Um, you know, people with the miracle jabs, uh, th th there's uh, graphene oxide allegedly in some of these things. I'm sneezing when I wake up, and I'm not around people. Mm. We're seeing unusual weather, floods like no other. You know, I'm surprised there's no locust and, you know, the Holy Ghost just going around. And then you have Newsom, who who's literally 
uh, replaying the talking points from Babos of, well, this is because of climate change. Now we need the green police who live inside of my head to live inside of yours as well, or we're going to put you in jail as a denier, climate denier. Pretty wild, pretty wild stuff. And uh, someone in the the chat mentioned Davos earlier uh, about prostitutes uh, going out there. And, uh, well, that actually happens with all major events, by the way. If you didn't know that already, um, the Super Bowl, um, any kind of sporting event, uh, any any sort of like like major, well, I was going to say major conference, but I was um, referring to, what's that thing called? The, The... the game bullshit they have. Comic Con. There we go. Olympics. Comic Con, Olympics. They they uh, have there's always there's always prostitutes, um, ladies and gentlemen. So the fact that, you know, you're finding out right now about prostitutes charging like two to like two to three grand per night, trust me folks, this is not it's not groundbreaking news. This has been going on forever. Well, well, I think the groundbreaking news about that story, because I covered that the other night on World at War, which um if you haven't seen it, uh, these hoes need money, Dean. The hoes need money. Well, I think the breaking news, w- what I discovered was the fact that uh, the, the the hookers were actually female. I think that's the groundbreaking news. Because well, that's true. That is, the, yeah, you're right there. Right. Guy, you got right. a good point. Good point. <laughs> that's the breaking news, Michael. You would think with Clash Rob, he wants, he wants the, the Trudeau, uh, you know, Strapping young men by poolside. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the breaking news. But you know, uh, it's a serious thing. I the climate yes. change, the climate change de- denying, uh, you know, vocabulary that's coming out is tied into what you started the show with, the Jackson Hag, and what she's doing there in Texas. That nasty woman. The, very nasty. Very very nasty woman. Very nasty. Yeah, it's all going to combine together because uh, freedom of speech, the First Amendment, and the only free speech is allowed is the polite speech, the diverse speech. And who's going to be the deciders here? What, the, the, the fact check people on Facebook that are getting the big pharma money? So this Absolutely. is where we are. Yes. But we're waking up, Michael. We're waking up, but we need to think five steps ahead in this chess game because they're anticipating, you know, for the Yosemite Sams to uh, pull up, you know, take out their muskets, bum rush capitals. And so right now, this is key too. the new Congress is to be, you know, to show the duality of it all. The new Congress literally is taking a vote to rid the income tax in addition to rid the funding to the FBI. Really? This is a big, yeah, this is a big, big moment right now. We've never talked like this before. Also, just to be Mr. Positive, they're also bringing up the investigation to investigate human trafficking by the Biden family and, and his uh, cohorts. Oh, well, you know, nothing's going to happen to them. They are protected by the feds. They'll be okay. It's all good. Well, you know, their their uh, uh, ratings are polling very well right now. The, the uh, FBI has been politicized. It has been the Gestapo since the 1950s. Uh, you know, we have people in prison right now because of the day after January 5th that are looking at since a hard, long time there. So much so, uh, we had a judge who quit the other day who said this is going to go on for years. 
Then you have the FBI who's now infiltrating, uh, well, their stay-behind networks in Twitter. To uh, what degree and what level they have power over there, I don't know, but we know there are rumbles in other places. And this is the kind of war. So it, it is an intelligence war, the war of infiltration, but still, at the end of the day, it's a war of information. I'm glad you didn't say it's an info war. Oh, you know, he got that from the Zbigniew Brzezinski uh, quote, so that's where that stemmed from. And um, when was the last time you talked to one Alex Jones, by the way? It's been years, well, I'm sure. I haven't talked, yeah, I haven't talked to Alex in a long time. Yeah, you know, no ill will or anything, although there's a, a, uh, a FBI rat who's trying to uh, goad me into a, a, a fight with him. I don't know why. I have, oh. I have, no, I have nothing terrible to say. That's not good. You know, it's, it's just not business-friendly to, you know, talk yeah. very ill will publicly about you know place you work or whatever i agree heinous, yeah you want to keep it professional just, no. exactly yeah no i'm with I, I don't you do that no. yeah it'd probably be probably best to keep it that way with some of these individuals and that's kind yeah. of you know that's kind of why i've also tried to reach out to some of these folks that are pretty well known but um i, yeah. I think i already burned those bridges <laughs> well yeah it's hard to tell you know because the people, you know, that are at the top, top, like, you know, we're speaking about, they're just as paranoid as we might be, you know, how many, how many times has they been screwed over and been set up, you know, because I can tell you just in one year alone last year, I've had a concerted effort of infiltration to take me down and now survived it because I kicked all their asses and I won good. more, but Very my good. God, it has a number on you. You're like, and I even have real friends. I know, right? It's hard. It really is. It yeah. really is. And Dean, I know we've been on for a little over an hour now, and I know you probably have a, a, a lot of things to do here. I don't want to hold yes. up. I don't want to hold you up too I, I long. Yeah, I don't want to hold you up. I had a feeling you had to get going here. Yeah. No, I we I have a premiere in about thirty minutes. Oh shit. On uh, Rumble, which is all good, all good. Definitely go it's check him out. Now. Yeah, go check him out, boys and girls. Go look up Dean Ryan on Rumble world at war and uh, you'll find that new premiere over at rumble.com look them up um, whenever you get a chance do it tonight right after this program uh, go and eat do what you got to do get uh get that gimmick inside of you uh drink smoke whatever it is that you do and uh, go hang out and listen to mr dean ryan yes yes i think people are really going to enjoy the uh tonight's premiere of late night update we're going to get more into the geopolitical uh, ionospheres happening overseas and abroad. And uh, I think it's very important now to know what's happening in your world because it affects you, uh, in your, your uh, pocket, your wallet, and your dinner table. And we're all going through a similar uh, set of scenarios here. But uh, thanks for having me on, Michael. No I problem. Always a pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. It's always great to talk to you, Dean. I... Uh, respect you a lot. I've met you. I think you are a great human being. I look forward to meeting you again. And I I know you're doing well. I mean, you're doing a lot better than Alec Baldwin is right now. I mean, he's facing some pretty serious trouble. But regardless, it's always great to catch up with you. And we'll we'll um, cut you loose here, Dean. Yes, absolutely. And a, a big thanks to your wonderful, incredible audience and all the uh, RDM uh, viewers out there. Uh, you just have crossovers, so it's a pleasure. Uh, take care, and uh, 
good luck to you, Michael, and I always support your efforts. You do a fine job. Thank you, brother. Talk to you soon, my friend. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was our friend, Mr. Dean Ryan. And, you know, I didn't even get to ask him a lot of other questions I, I had in mind. And I could hear the cat crying in the background right now. I guess that means I got to get going pretty soon here. Oh, I feel so bad. I can hear the poor cat crying in the background. Uh, that's the, that's, oh yeah, I can hear him even louder now. He really wants to go. So folks, I apologize. I have to cut this short. I have a cat crying at the door here. But I'll leave you with uh, one of my one of my favorite sound bites here, who I miss so much. I, I you know I do hope Donald Trump returns and becomes the president, so we can hear more of our friend right here. I hear a sound of shouting and singing. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. For I hear victory, 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 victory in the quarters of heaven. In the quarters of heaven. Victory, 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 victory. For angels are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. My God. How do you guys not miss Paula White? For angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. Alright, enough of that. That gets annoying after a few minutes. Well, a few moments there. Good Lord. But yes, we... We miss Paula White. Hopefully she returns to some degree. And ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank you guys for pressing play and hanging out with me here and listening to our friend Dean Ryan. We will return again very, very soon. I might not be here this uh, weekend, however. I got to be honest, I might not be here. I got to move some things around and get myself settled out here. Oh, yes. Oh yes, gotta get myself situated. And I will return shortly though. We do have Oli Damagard coming up next week. I do want you guys to hang out here and we'll do this again. And if anybody wants to call in, I mean, you could have called in today, but I think a lot of people just wanted to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, I encourage that. But yes, boys and girls, this concludes tonight's evening of fun and mayhem and mischief. And I do want to thank all of you out there for pressing play. Those of you in the chat room, I'll return. Don't worry, you'll see me again. Unless, you know, YouTube takes me out and removes me from you. But I'll always be around somewhere and in spirit. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place. And life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night everybody. <laughs>